the Thought Lounge podcast. This is the fourth episode of our second big question series. We have a quote by Albert Camus that goes, There is but one truly serious philosophical problem, and that is suicide. Judging whether life is or is not worth living amounts to answering the fundamental question of philosophy. On this episode, our guests will answer the question, Why is life worth or not worth living? For more information on Thought Lounge, visit thoughtlounge.org. Enjoy! Yeah, this one's pretty personal for me. Um, I actually um, attempted suicide when I was in college. And um, thankfully, um, I failed. (laughs) Um, My best failure, I would say, in my life, actually. Um, The mistake you learned the most from? Yeah, um... I was definitely in like a really down place. Um, my whole kind of my whole life and what I thought was going to happen, what I had envisioned for myself, was all kind of falling apart in front of me, and I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. Um, I had like no clear view of what the future was going to hold for me, and I was hurting a lot, and I just wanted to stop hurting, um, and. Um, so I just took a bunch of pills and hoped that I would just like not wake up and, um, and I called my mom to say goodbye to her. And of course she was immediately hysterical and sent for help. And, you know, one thing led to another, I ended up, um, getting my stomach pumped and spending three or four days in a psych ward. Um, but I think as soon as, as soon as I kind of like got my wits back about me, um, like after the drowsiness from the drugs like wore off, uh, I absolutely knew that that was not the answer and that's that I was really, really glad that I was still alive. Um, it's hard to like put your finger on exactly what it is that like makes you like want to live um so much and you know i've had dark times in my life since then hard hard things to get through um times of depression and um but i've always known that that it was gonna get better at some point and that there was gonna be you know more good times to come so i think I think the reason why to keep going is, you know, even, you know, no matter how hard you think it is, it's going to get better. It always does. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Life is a pretty awesome thing. Um, and there's, there's just more to experience in it than anybody could ever possibly take in and I just want all of that I want as much of it as I can possibly get so um yeah I guess I don't know I don't know if that answers it or not but it's it is kind of a you know why I keep going um, because it feels good and even when it feels bad it's gonna feel good again that was Gary McIntyre. Next up is Andy Philando. Because in my existential 
inquisition uh, that I did when I was alone, thinking to myself, that was one of the topics that I, I brought up to myself. I thought to myself, why shouldn't I kill myself right now? What is it about being alive that I enjoy? What is it that, <clears throat> what is it that, um, that, keeps, that keeps me going? Or what is it that keeps everybody going? Um, why do they go on? And I've often asked myself and other people this, and I think what it comes down to is human bonds. I feel like humans are... <clears throat> I feel like humans are capable of creating these invaluable bonds with each other. Bonds of friendship, love. And yes, these things are... These bonds are ephemeral, temporary, impermanent. But I feel like they are... If you are going to live life, they are going to be... These bonds are going to be what makes life worth living. Without them, without them, we're, um, well, it's life's empty. I mean, you can ask anyone who's ever, who's ever um, been deprived of, of friendship and love their entire lives. They aren't happy, and they probably kill themselves. Um, <clears throat> so, I, yeah, I would say that that's what makes life worth living. Um, but the other, the inverse question, um, why shouldn't you um, go on, or, yeah, why shouldn't you go on, or what reason do you have to not, well, I suppose that answers both questions, now that I think about it. That was Andy Philando. Next up is Logan Mitchell. I think just the feeling is really it, just feeling anything. Um, one of my favorite lines is from a Nutrimilk Hotel song and it says how strange it is to be anything at all and when you think about that it's kind of like you know all the like cell divisions and synapse firings and things that happened in order to like make not only just a cell that has life in it but a person who has a life in them and things to say and think and do and like that's you know, I think for me, like, I, I really hate to plan very far in the future. And it's because I want to give myself room to have changes happen and adaptations and things like that. Like, I've never really been a huge... I mean, I, I can definitely set and achieve goals, like, like with the best of them. But I, I, I think I thrive more on these short-term goals because you never know when things might change. And having all of your all of your time and energy spent trying to achieve something that's going to happen in 10 years you lose what's happening right around you and you lose those little moments that you have with people that you love and people you hate and people that you don't care about and it just things just like things that can change your day or your minute or even your whole life and um you know, I think that those little moments are honestly the best ones, like having a picnic in the park or, you know, like enjoy like being super, super hot and jumping in a pool, like the things that kind of like make you sort of remember that you're alive. Like those are the things that 
that make life worth living and and they're not always good things you know like sometimes when you feel your worst you can remember what it was like to feel really good and be like i want that again and like that that's why it's worth it to keep going i think that was logan mitchell next up is leo hurtado I've been on both sides of that, and uh, I like to present both sides. I, I think it's an answer that changes with time for everybody. So there might be times when people think that it's not worth living or that it is worth living. Um, I've also thought about the kind of people that commit suicide, which is a horrible act, I, I think, and a very selfish one. But you always consider that people do that maybe out of desperation or they're depressed or they have some insurmountable problem or shame, uh, but I think there's also people that commit suicide that perhaps, uh, aside from all those things I mentioned, don't see a future value or what they contribute to, or, or, the, or the weird thing is that I think there are some people that have committed suicide because they couldn't handle happiness you know, and success. And um, I think, uh, for me, to answer it, why would life not be worth living? Um, if, if it were a case of being uh, where you have a lot of suffering, a lot of pain, uh, either it's emotional or it's physical, uh, I'm not so sure that life is worth living, you know, and we'd have to talk about what kind of degrees or at what point one would have that cutoff of deciding whether one is, uh, whether life is worth living or not. It's a little easier to define it if somebody has cancer, it's terminal, or it's a disease that you know is going to take you from this world in eight months or you know, some, something like that. Um, the 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 parts that make it worth living are all the rewarding things that we have around us. For me, it was uh, my accomplishments through school, being able to get a success, be successful in in my job, um, living in Europe. There were just a lot of a lot of things that were very rewarding to me. Probably one of the most rewarding things have been family, my 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 wife, my children. And that's just a gift that keeps on giving. So to, to me, that's really makes life worth uh, with living. I like to bring up another dimension to this whole thing. And, and that is that to some degree, and I've always thought this, somebody has asked me, do you have, you know, are you, are you religious? Do you have faith? Uh, do you think there's life on the other side of our life here? Uh, and I've always said it'd be too sad to think that there isn't. Because if you're just going through this life and there's nothing, there's no end goal at the very end, this is it, this is your goal, I find that extremely depressing. And that makes me think that life is not worth living, honestly, because you have nothing to lose, right? So the people that might have to lose would be people that you're going to leave behind, that are going to hurt because you're gone. But you yourself have nothing, you would disappear, you wouldn't exist. And... And so you have nothing to lose if you commit suicide and you're no longer living. Uh, there's nothing on the other side at all. I find that really, really, really sad. And, and I refuse, consciously, I refuse to believe that. I, I, I don't know if it's just my nature of being positive-minded about a lot of things or what it is, but I would rather believe that there is something um, that we're going to end up uh, going towards and, uh, and that that's actually the end goal of this entire life on this entire planet for every soul possible. So if you had to flip a coin and ask if it's worth living or not, I'm going to say yes, it's definitely uh, worth living. And to me, how you live your life might have a bearing on where you end up in your final state of, of being. I, 
thought about these things because I, I started reading much younger uh, books from uh, a uh, Buddhist monk called uh, Lobsang Tuesday Rampa. And he's, his books are no longer uh, printed, but they're still around. You can still get them. Tuesday Lobsang Rampa. And, and he used to talk about the whole Buddhist philosophy that, um, you know, that the souls just get recycled and uh, reincarnated. And depending on how you live, you end up in a certain energy, a level of energy. And that God and heaven and all that are just a, a collection of energy levels and where you're going to end up. And you have to go, after you die, you have to go through this hall of memories to determine and you get to judge yourself as well where you should end up, right? And that you're only going to be in contact with the people that are at your own energy level. So if you live and you were a bad person in this world, then perhaps you might be a stink bug you know, in the next. Uh, or, or, um, or if you were a Gandhi, then you would be at a, supposedly at a much higher level. So I, these are the kind of things that have shaped my mind you know, about the other world. It's uh, mixed in with the regular Christian look of things because I was raised being Christian. You know? So that's a little more black and white, heaven, earth, purgatory, hell kind of view of, of what's next but I, I don't think I torment myself with too much with a lot of that that was Leo Hurtado next up is Eric Silverman how life is 100% worth living I mean you can, it's, it's I just always try to have the most fun as possible at all times there's always a way to make fun and I guess work go together even if it's not something that you say you're working a job you don't necessarily like there's always a way to like it's always it's all how you think about it because it's it's if you're going into it knowing it's not going to be fun and be miserable then it's going to be a miserable time but if you go into it and know this may not be the greatest but you're thinking all right i only have to do this for six hours and then as soon as i'm done i can go do whatever i want kind of thing it's super fun and me personally you're not living Unless you're getting close to death, that's what I. That's how I kind of lived my whole life. I think I saw, I heard that quote from like Bob Burnquist or something when I was a little kid, and I just kind of like caught me. And that's kind of how I lived my whole life. You're not living unless you're close to death. I think that's the best because I feel like not many people really live their life like that. Because I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of scary if you think of it, but. I, to me, that feeling like when you just kind of keep poking at it, like, I don't know, it's like pushing the red button when you're not supposed to push the red button. I don't know. It's it's that thing you're not supposed to do, but you get away with it, I guess you can say. I mean, maybe one time you won't, but when that time comes, I'm going to hit the ground and thumbs up or whatever. Like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not scared to die. I don't want to. But if it happens, it happens. I know that I've done so much stuff in my life already, and I'm so young that I've had an epic life. That it would be, it'd suck to die. It would, because I want to keep doing stuff. But if I did, I've definitely made the most of my time so far. And I think like there's a stigma surrounding suicide, and I think it's. It's definitely different, but it's almost as hard to 
understand as somebody who would like get an abortion you know and like I think that they're they're not that different from each other as far as like making this decision about your life and something else that's you know happening to you but I think these things are more common than than any of us have ever really considered and being able to talk about that um you know I've I fortunately have never been faced with that decision as far as having an abortion but like I'm really thankful for people that are able to talk about that and also talk about these times in their lives that, that things are really difficult and that they may have considered, you know, suicide because it can be an incredibly shameful experience to even have thought about or gone through. And so, you know, I think, like, we are all more alike than we want to think that we are. And so, like, having those conversations and, like, relating them to other people um, makes somebody go, oh, I've done, I've been through that or I've done that or my sister did that. And I thought that I was alone and, you know, like making people feel like they're not alone is really important to me. And not just not alone, but not like weird or yeah. not part of like a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There are a lot of things that we just like really are taboos um, or, you know, like really like normal parts of the human experience and we don't like to talk about it and it's so isolating and I think like I think that one of the things that really like makes like living important and like one of the greatest joys of life is sharing it with other people and if we keep these things from each other um, you're not allowing people to get close to you and and you can't expect anyone to want you to get, to want to let you in and let you let themselves be open and vulnerable if you're not willing to do it yeah. for them. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Thought Lounge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to get weekly updates every Saturday. On next week's episode, our guest will answer the question, who would you most like to have a drink with and what would you drink? For more information on Thought Lounge, visit thoughtlounge.org. Till next time, good thinking always.